When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Off the Mess. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I just want to jump right into it. The new New York is here. It is here, and honestly, I am obsessed. I love it so much. I'm a, I love that they gave them, like, this show new music. They've completely revamped it, rebooted it, rebooted and tooted. It's so good. I was so nervous about it. Like I was excited when they announced it because at the time they announced it with Legacy and they said that there would be like the new Roni and then there would be Roni Legacy with like all the old gals. And I was like, oh, great. Like we're getting two. And then I think, you know, as we know, the the women from the OG season wanted, I think, a lot more money. And Bravo was like, well, you guys, this the season the show was a flop for a few seasons. It was, you know, slowly tanking, um, even though like we on the Internet and social media love it. I think it definitely didn't test well, like in middle America. And that is why that ultimately they are, you know, gone. Anyway, so I was so excited. And then they announced who the cast was at BravoCon. And like we got to see all the the new women. And it was just so amazing to see this like diverse, rich, beautiful, like luxury side of New York that I just feel like we haven't seen in a fucking minute. Like, guys, we were let's all remember where we were. Okay. I know that everyone has like rose colored glasses on and we're all like very nostalgic at times when it comes to our old shows and who, you know, what we watched. But we literally watched Ramona Singer poop on the floor, poop on the floor. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like that's what we were watching. I mean, watching Sonia just completely spiral downwards, like became not fun anymore like it was dark I couldn't watch her scream about the Morgan letters anymore like to me like that's not the New York I loved like I loved seasons my favorite seasons were probably I want to say seasons two to nine and then after that it just gets kind of like like, obviously, there's the Bethany Carol stuff in season 10, which is great. But like, other than that, I'm like, this is fucking chaos. Like, I can't do this. So I was really nervous but excited about the new Roni. And I'm just so excited to be back in New York. Like, that's I think that that's part of it, too, is because the last season of Real Houses of New York, it was horrible due to COVID and it was like the city was shut down. They couldn't go anywhere. That's why they ended up in like that witch hut and like, where were they? The Ham- they weren't in the Hamptons. They were like, 
they were somewhere. I was like, what the? F- oh, Salem. I was like, where the fuck are we? Like, what are we watching? What the fuck are we watching? It felt good to be back in the city, but also like in new apartments. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really loving it. Someone messaged me today. They're like, how much are you getting paid to love this show? I'm like, literally I did one ad for Grubhub. But other than that, like I love this show and I wouldn't lie and say that I loved it if I didn't like we all know that so it I just can't wait to get into it so we have Bryn Jenna Lyons Aaron Uba Jessel and Sai. and they bring in such like a different energy and yet they all kind of flow really nicely together like I don't have this like pit in my stomach that like someone's going to say something like really inappropriate. Um, Like I did like with Ramona, like Chris Lewis reminded me of Black Shabbat last last night. And I was like, oh my God, I literally like my mind had to block that out on purpose. Like Sonia peed on someone's lawn, like Ramona was being racist as fuck and saying that like she was, you know, judged for not being Jewish, like just horrible, 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 horrible. I'm like, that's not like, that's what everyone wanted back. Please be serious. Be fucking for real. Oh, my God. And of course, Bethany and Jill are like doing a podcast episode together, like right after the new Roni. I'm like, you guys need to get a fucking grip. Like, pick a lane, Bethany. Like, do you love housewives? Do you not? Like, what? what is it? And like Luann has said, she's like, I don't bite the hand that feeds me. And like housewives has given me so much. So like, why would I talk shit? And that's exactly what Bethany is doing. And she just can't fucking help herself. I can't, I can't. The way that Bethany has like ruined her legacy is so, it should be studied. Um, but anyway, back to the new girl. Sorry. So it opens immediately with Bryn calling them bitches and whores. And I said, okay, we're back. Like we're in New York. Like it was almost like it's a new show completely. Like I didn't, miss the old girls that was the craziest part like the moment it started I was like oh this is a complete reset like I don't even think about you know Carol Radswell like I'm just like I'm in this with them and I loved that um then we get Jenna who's like this boss and cool and chic and she's like down for whatever like she just feels so fucking cool and then you have Jessel who (laughs) who literally hates her husband and I'm obsessed like that's one of my favorite it's like my least favorite thing a person can do but I love to watch it because we just all know where this is going and like that's entertaining um and what I mean by that is like they're headed for divorce in about two years um which will be fascinating to watch horrible for them obviously but great for us and then we have Sai, who Jenna described as like sexy and aloof and I was like yeah, like, okay. And then Uba, who's Chanel Ayan's cousin, who's Real Houses of Dubai, is like this beautiful model, um, fun. And then Aaron is just like this born, you know, and bred New Yorker. Like she comes from this Jewish Israeli family, like um, big family that we get to know a little bit in the episode, which was nice. Um, but like I was saying earlier, it's just this diverse New York that we've all been craving and we all have been calling for. And it's just nice to see that it all flow so naturally um, and not like, you know, they I felt like when in the last season of Real Houses of New York with the OG girls, when they threw Ebony in there, it was like they were 
trying to like course correct, but it wasn't like natural. Like it felt like, like, oh, let's just throw in a woman of color because that's what everyone was calling for, you know? And it's like, no, but like we want it to feel natural and real. And like Ramona, that's just not, that's just not, she's no. So anyway, size brownstone is so fucking stunning. I am like, how do you afford that? Like, I don't like how she said she was like, I used to walk down the streets and like wonder, like, what do people do that they can like afford to live here? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck do you do? Her husband's retired. What did he do? He's like, you cannot find anything on him on the Internet. I tried because I was like, how is he already retired? Like, did he like is he like a? I feel like he could be like a startup tech type of person and he like sold an app or something like because it's he's really private. She like doesn't even post him on her Instagram. Like he's very low key. I'm honestly surprised that he even showed up on the show. But yeah, so David is her husband. And I'm just like, wow. And I and I went to her Instagram and she has 400,000 followers. And I'm like, OK, like what? Like teach me your ways, mama. Like what are we doing? I don't know. It was stunning. Her kids are gorgeous. Like I mean, like Bryn said, she's like, I literally want her life. Like, I would kill her and just take her place. And I was like, yeah, that's very how I feel right now. And then we like meet Jess's children. And are there two Rios? Like, so Sai's son's name is Rio. And so is Jessel's. Because if you guys remember, Jules Weinstein's son was also named Rio. So I'm like, is Rio the new Cruz? Because remember how like everybody in the Bravo Cinematic Universe named their son Cruz? There was like literally at one time there was like six cruises across the franchises. It was crazy. And um, never forget Cruise Couchy. You can't forget. Can't forget Cruise Couchy. But I'm like, that's so weird. And like they didn't even like acknowledge it. It was just like, yeah, there's two Rios. I'm like, okay. And um, so they all are going to Jessel's house. It's Bryn comes over. She's in this like very cute like sweater. She's got the best hair like I do want her to use a heat protectant on her bangs because they do like like a little like sizzle sizzle but other than that I'm like this woman is like all of them are so stunning like in their own way like they are the most like beautiful woman I've ever seen <laughs> I'm literally obsessed I'm obsessed I'm just like so happy that this reboot is like going well it feels like how they did the reboot with Miami like I feel great about this because this is these are also like just completely new women which is amazing um anyway so Bryn comes over she's in this like beautiful like blue sweater with like clouds on it or like lambs and these like really cute overalls I'm like wait these women's like this is style like these women have I love that I said overalls and I'm like these women have style no but like I just feel like they all have like their own unique style and way that they present themselves and like it's so fucking beautiful like I'm obsessed but I do think it's hilarious that they're like not showing us Bryn's apartment because I think Bryn is probably the least wealthy of them um and she's probably like no please please do not show anyone my apartment um but it was so funny because then Jocelyn came over with her kids and her mom who guys her mom is absolutely gorgeous gorgeous I'm like wow stunning and Brain goes, size kids make my ovaries explode. And Jocelyn's kids are, eh. I was like, okay. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously. And 6-1 since that matters. And 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This woman was made for TV. Bryn is wild, and she's in, like she's absolutely batshit insane, and she's great TV, but she will be a star I feel burns too bright too fast. It's just bound to happen. It, It's almost like how I felt about Jen Shaw in the first season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, where I was like, this woman is like so charismatic, so magnetic. Like you, she just kind of like says whatever the fuck she wants, but yet there's like a warmness to her. Now I am realizing I'm saying this about Jen Shaw who later, you know, obviously is now in prison for like defrauding the elderly. Um, but this was before I knew that. Okay. <clears throat> and so Brynn kind of has that, that way about her too, where she's very like funny and like, you just like want her to like you. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I just want Brynn to like me. <laughs> like she just has that, she just has that personality and that, um, draw. So the main drama, well, there's two, there's two pieces to this and it's all revolving around Bryn and Aaron, who I think are going to be a very good adversaries. Like I enjoy a frenemy on housewives because that means that they can fight and make up and fight and make up. And that makes a great fucking housewives dynamic because it's not fun to watch people constantly be like, you know, fighting, fighting, fighting. And like, there's no resolution. And I always say that on this podcast, like we need, need, need resolution on housewives or else it's like, what the fuck are we watching? You know? So the main drama is that at last minute, this is when Aaron says, she's like, last minute, there's this huge group of us. It's like all of us and our husbands. And she's like, I made, and she's like, so it was like hard to get in anywhere. So she's like, so I made, <laughs> so I picked Ketch. Now that is the restaurant that they keep bleeping out as Ketch. So Ketch is like, it was a very popular restaurant in New York City. And um, <laughs> obviously, like they said in like 2012. And um, there's like a few, few different ones I guess um it's just really funny I don't know that this is like the drama and I love that they're bleeping it out because that just you know goes to show you like I don't know I I thought it was really funny it like created some mystery um and it was fun to like kind of get everybody involved and you know (laughs) try to figure out try to figure out um what what restaurant it is now I do think it's really funny I wish that catch would post something on their Instagram like in relation to this and like really lean in but they're not going to do that um instead I'm like looking at an Instagram story with pretzel breadsticks I'm like "Mm -hmm, okay and like truffle fries so anyway I feel like catch became really popular like like they said in like 2005 2000 like mid 2000s because it was like that place that like they brought you like fries in like a basket, like a cool like wire basket. And there was like truffle on them. And like it was just like that's like when breweries were really big. Not that I'm comparing catch to a brewery by any means because they're not the same. But I'm just saying like 
do you guys remember that like when breweries like really blew up like blew up like everywhere you go people were like drinking ipas and like they're just like so fucking cool and like everywhere had like that um edison light bulb and like leather and like shitty chairs that like were so uncomfortable to sit in and you were paying like 32 dollars for a hamburger like that's the vibe that's the era i think catch became popular in um now they do have locations in la vegas and aspen and coming soon to miami beach and dallas in 2024 so that's something to look forward to guys if you're in the area go check it out report back let me know how it goes but so anyway Erin picked this last minute dinner because there was the big group and like she needed to get in now that does tell you exactly what kind of place this was is if you can get in in new york city with a big group of people like that night i feel like maybe it's not very popular so Brynn and Sai decided to go to Casa Cipriani because they were like, we're not we're not going to catch. That's no, 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 no. And so Brynn's like, I wouldn't be caught dead at catch. Now they're sitting in Sai's backyard and they're sitting in these chairs and these blankets. And I'm just like, and like behind them is like this big glass door wall. Okay. So you can like see right into the apartment. And these women are discussing catch. And behind them are two of Jessel's children just running amok in her house size house like they're climbing up and down the stairs they're like crawling on the floor and I'm just like it was a little distracting because I was like are they okay like should we be watching who's watching them um but yeah so they're sitting under these blankets and just like felt so cozy it was like fall in New York and like I love 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 when they would film in New York City in the fall and the winter like that was my favorite um but anyway and then then it cuts to Aaron and she's with Uba and she's like discussing this like whole drama and she's like who cares where you are it's who you're with like you're with everybody like why does it matter if we're like not at like the hottest coolest place and then more drama ensues and so I guess they all what I love is that these women have been filming for a while because there was that whole drama with that other girl Lizzie Savetsky who got let go or quit or something and um so they've all been filming for a while so like it was nice that we didn't have to jump into this reboot and watch people meet each other. Like they've already been hanging out. They've already developed some sort of relationship with one another. And I think that really, really helped the reboot. Honestly, I think if we had to watch them all be like, hi, I'm Jenna. Hi, I'm, you know, so-and-so. I think that would have been really fucking weird or watching them like pretend they know who one another is. So it, it was nice that they were like talking about dinners and lunches and get togethers like that have already happened so it feels more like lived in if that makes sense so anyway so Sai, I guess went they all went to Aaron's and she had a charcuterie out and Sai, I guess said oh you eat cheese and she said cheese that's weird I don't really get this fight and I'm and I'm okay with it like I don't need to get it because I'm just enjoying what's going on you know, I'm like, OK, so Bryn is a shit stirrer and Bryn is like, I do think the truth does lie somewhere in between. I do think Aaron was probably offended that Sai said something about there being a cheese board. But then Sai's like, I like cheese. Why? Would, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said that. I'm like, what is the truth? You know, to quote to quote uh, Oprah. Anyway, so what's nice is they kind of set this all up. The episode we got the girls you know, all together. And then we kind of go into the one-on-one getting to know the women on their own. So then we go to Jessel and she's at her house with her husband. 
Her house is the coldest place I've ever seen. There's a lot of white, a lot of beige, a lot of um, neutral. It's giving sad beige baby vibes. Um, if you guys know, you know, the girls I get it, get it. But so she came from London and guys, she just hates her husband. Hates. Um, she is literally giving me Melissa Zanuck from Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Like, do you guys remember that woman that came on Real Houses of Beverly Hills who was married to one of the Xanax's like grandsons? And guys, if you do a deep dive on the Xanax, like they're a very dark family. Um, scary. Um, but anyway, so Marissa, not Melissa, excuse me, Marissa would like talk about her husband in this way where it's like she's shitting on him and she thinks it's like everyone's going to think it's funny, but it really just like makes people uncomfortable. You know, like where she like puts him down in front of people or she would be like, yeah, he's like so not my type, like at all. I just would never be with him. And you're just like, why are you saying that? Like, that's so mean. Um, And Jessel kind of gives me that energy where she's just like, yeah, like, you know, we met and it was fine. And, you know, we've been together seven years and I just fixed everything I didn't like about him. And, you know, you know, then Jenna comes into her house and Jenna just breezes in, just breezes in. And she's just so fucking cool. And you're just like, God, wow. What's that like? What's the, what's it like to be that fucking cool? And she just looks at her husband, you know, Jessel's husband. And she's like, oh, my God, I've heard so many nice things about you, but not from her. And I'm just like, that's it. Like for Jenna Lyons to say that, I'm like, I believe Jenna. Like anything Jenna says, I believe. Um because it's just a vibe I get too. like Jessel just and then I in the previews it says that they haven't had sex in a year and a half or something I'm like what's going on in this house you know and then she's like are you going to be working at this table and he's like yes I was planning on it and she's like well I don't think you should like it's just weird like just weird energies and so Jenna comes over they're talking about the plans later on that night and you know, she's like, I want there to be like a theme. And it was also cool to like get to know Jenna more because I was obsessed with her. She did this interview with Oprah back in like 2010, I want to say maybe 2009. And it was just like really inspiring, like her life. And it was really, really cool. And um, it was interesting to like hear how she started at J. Crew as like this assistant to an assistant and she worked in the hallway and then she became like the president and like executive creative director of J. Crew group. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. And I kind of like that she's like retired, but she's getting back into this. So I feel like that could like really like revive like a career in fashion. Like I feel like she could like create her own line or something. Like I just feel like Housewives is a really, really smart move for her. Do I think that she'll be on the show for years and years to come? No, I don't. I I don't think that, but that's okay. I'm fine with it. So she's talking about her, this theme that she wants to have for dinner where everybody is wearing, going to be wearing black, gold, and khaki. Those are the, those are the rules. I got to tell you guys, I didn't know khaki was a color. I did think khaki was like a cargo pant. And I was like, why does this woman want them all to wear cargo pants? Like, that's not fun. That's not sexy. I don't, you know what I mean? So I was a little embarrassed that she did say that that was a color. And I was like, wow, Jenna Lyons would fucking hate me um, because I'm a clown. And then um, then we get to Aaron's house and Aaron is giving us Heather Holla Thompson, but like better. 
You know, like she's very cool. She's very direct. She's very um, beautiful. I'm not saying Heather's not beautiful, but I'm just saying like she's very beautiful. But like there's just something like more like I I vibe with her more than Heather, where I felt like Heather was like maybe a little bit put on at times. Um, But I really can't get a read on her and her husband's energy. Her and Abe. I'm like, she's like, we're really good friends that like to have sex. I'm like, okay, okay. And then like when he walked in, it was like not a big deal. And then she like, I don't know. Like I'm interested to see where this is going. Um, I can see them having like some sort of like open dynamic. Or like I can picture them. Remember like Claire and Phil Dunphy on Modern Family? Like how they would pretend to be like people, like other people. And they didn't know each other. And they would go into the bar and they would like, that's how they would like, that was like kinky for them. I can picture Aaron and Abe doing shit like that. Like, pre- like she's going to pretend to be like Natasha and like a bar and he's going to pretend to be like Phil or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. You guys, it's early in the morning, but um, I enjoyed seeing her family. They were beautiful. They were cute. You can tell how close they are. Um, she's got three little kids, which is so crazy. And you know, what's interesting is like, I normally don't love when housewives have, small children like it's just I don't enjoy it I don't need to see babies cry but for some reason on this show like I don't mind that they're all younger I don't mind that they have small kids like it feels like that won't be like a main focus and it just I don't know I just feel so good about this season I really really do So then we go to Jenna's apartment and it is quite literally the most beautiful apartment I've ever seen. It's the sexiest apartment I've ever seen. The gold like kitchen counters. First of all, I was so stressed out because of all the streaking because, you know, like on stainless steel, like it can streak. Like I was thinking of like the fingerprints and stuff on this like gold ass kitchen counter and like she has this like big bald man that like works for her and I'm just like kind of obsessed and she's making fondue. It's like cheese is the main focus of this entire like get together, which is very funny due to the fact, you know, what happened before with cheese. And I don't know. I just um, it was so cool to see her apartment. It was like it was like Carol Radswell on crack. It was like, oh, this is like this is like real downtown cool girl shit you know like that's how it felt like that bathroom and the the big windows that are in between the bathroom and the bedroom and then the 380 pairs of shoes and the closet and it's all just like luxury it's like what the fuck were we watching before you know what I'm saying like I was literally watching Sonia Morgan like glue her house back together with Elmer's glue I was watching Luann buy a house that's round. I watched Ramona Singer furnish her house with like shit from Home Goods. No shade to Home Goods, but I don't need to see me on TV. This is like wealth. It was like, wow, we're we're here. We're this is New York City, baby. Like that's how I felt. I was like, this is like aspirational, and I haven't felt that on Real Housewives of New York. I don't know if ever maybe like Carol's first or second season. I felt like that was like a cool aspirational energy. But like other than that, I was like not really feeling it um, in that way. Like it's not like Beverly Hills where you're like, oh, this is cool. And I also am like obsessed with the fact that like Jenna's in this like cinematic universe and like she's in the same universe as like Dorit, 
who she would like think is insane. You know, like it's I'm loving that these women have entered this world and they have to like now interact with like Gina from Orange County, you know. So I don't know. I mean, her apartment and that pink couch and like the candlesticks and the leaves and that I was like, oh, my God, what I would give. And that bed with the boob pillows. I was like, okay, those are a little played out, but they work for Jenna. Like, cause it's not like boob pillows on like this, like white bedding. It's like boob pillows on this, like fur bedding and like rich colors. And it's just like, oh, it was like a dream. It was a dream. Um, so the girls come over and immediately Cy and Aaron, like, I feel like they can fuck with each other because I feel like they both come from like a real place or like an honest place inside was just like yeah we went to Casa Cipriani we didn't want to go to couch period period and Aaron was like okay like thank you for owning it that's all you had to say but also Bryn lied about this whole cheese situation and then they all start like arguing about the cheese and Jenna's like okay you guys this is like we're beating a dead horse like we need to chill we're done so then Aaron pulls Bryn aside and Bryn is like you know not wanting to go because she thinks Aaron's going to kill her. And I cannot believe that Bryn is in her late thirties. She's like got such an energy and like a look about her where I'm like, she's could be on summer house. Honestly, she could be on summer house because they're all like 40, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, it was just, funny to like watch her like be scared of Aaron and then they like go through her they go through like Jenna's closet and they're like oh my god this is immaculate like nothing bad will happen to me and if it does I'll die in Jenna Lane's closet I'm like that's a good place to die and then they go on the bed and Bryn is like fully laying down on this bed like having this conversation with Aaron and they're like talking about the cheese and Aaron's like I never said that but I also think there's a part of Aaron that doesn't really like love Cy because I think Maybe there's jealousy there that Bryn is closer to gets closer to Sai, or maybe Aaron doesn't love that she's like an influencer. I don't know. When she said the word you subscribed, I was like, okay, I feel like that's a loaded thing because it's like subscribed to like her Instagram, like her presence on social media. I don't know. There was something there. Maybe I'm reading into it, but as you guys know, lately I haven't been wrong. I'm talking about Joe Manganiello and Sofia Vergara. Anyway, um, and I don't know. They, it was it was strange. And then they like ended up having fun and it felt very like Vicky and Tamara, like they were able to like move on and then go have fun together. Like that's the energy I'm getting from them is like they're good frenemies. They're perfect. And then I don't know, like I loved seeing the women get together and talk about like sex and, you know, they all have a really good rapport with each other. It feels natural. Um, and I'm really, really loving it. And I I think I was really encouraged by all of the positivity I saw about it online because I was so nervous because for months and months, it's been like, I don't want this. Why are we getting this? And it's like, we need to give it a chance. And I'm fully on board. And you guys, I really do think Real Houses of Atlanta is going to get the same reboot treatment that Roni is because it's unwatchable. It's literally unwatchable. 
Um, Andy Cohen tweeted yesterday, like someone said, oh, is another franchise going to get a full reboot like Roni? And he kind of made like an emoji face thinking about it. And I just fully can see that Atlanta will be getting that because it's just stale. It's just like, what are we watching? The I blame producers 100% because if you can have Sheree, Kenya Moore and Marlo all on a show together and it not be good, like your production is fucking up, period. Um, so that will be interesting um, to usher in a new group of women over in Atlanta if that's what they decide to do. Um, also, I found it interesting that Gina or Gina, Dina unfollowed real. Um, excuse me. I'm like having like a brain aneurysm. Um, Dina unfollowed Teresa and Louie on Instagram. People are saying that she also unfollowed Melissa and Margaret. And I'm like, I don't know why you guys are so hellbent on this idea that like Dina like wants to get away from the spotlight. I'm like, she doesn't like she just doesn't want to be on the show, but she does like the attention like that's get it together and also i think something happened between her and Teresa. like because uh, i don't believe Teresa said that they were quote fine anyway i'm really enjoying it i'm excited to hear what you all have to say and i will be back later this week with a brand new episode covering real houses of orange county have a good rest of your day bye